In the last decade, dozens of Australian-style cafes have opened in New York City, serving simple but sophisticated breakfast all day long. Uh, we've got the avo toast. Um, you can get it on sourdough. You can add an egg or two. Uh, it's a banana bread with passion fruit butter. Uh, coffee, granola, parfait. You can do eggs on sourdough, any style you like. That was Jojo, a server at Ruby's Cafe in Soho. The food at Ruby's, Two Hands, Bluestone Lane, Dudley's, and the other tens of Australian-style cafes clustered in the lower Manhattan area was described by New York Times food writer Julia Moskin as bright mashups of foods that are healthy, natural, and luxurious all at once. Ruby's website describes the restaurant chain as one that prides itself on using fresh local produce balanced with Australian culinary influences. To learn about what exactly makes these cafes Australian, we spoke to the Perth-born, Sydney-raised Nathan Coffey, the manager of Ruby's Murray Hill. There are parts that make look very authentic to Australia. You can't go by like the Avo Toast or the Benchmark Toast. Or like a Whaley's burger. What's a Whaley's burger? A Whaley's burger is like it's a beef burger with a thick spiced beef patty with pineapple, beetroot, and an egg. That is pretty bizarre. It's see, it's bizarre to you. <laughs> you go to any kind of burger shop or a fish and chip shop in Australia, and you order a hamburger. That's what you're getting. Nathan says it's not only the food that contributes to the Australian style. I think it's definitely more about the vibe than the actual products. Okay. Any cafe or restaurant in New York can serve avocado on toast, they can serve burgers, they can serve pasta, and none of that really makes it Australian. I think it's it's definitely all about the vibe. So what does an Australian vibe mean to customers? Uh, how would you describe the vibes inside uh, Bluestone? I don't know. Kind of chilled, kind of fun. It's good. And do you get Australian vibes from Bluestone when being in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite dish? I think I had the, I think it was the smashed avocado, it was good. It's cozy, um, it feels welcoming, it's warm. Here's Nathan Coffee again. It's the workers, the chefs, everyone around you is just having a good time. I think that's what the Australian cafe culture is mostly about in Australia, the big business side of it. But for me at least, I never dread coming into work. I genuinely enjoy my time at work, I think that's a really special thing. These cafes are popular with customers. There was a line out the door when we visited Ruby's Cafe. Cafes may be novelties in their neighborhoods, but they may also be catering to homesick Australians. According to the U.S. Census, the number of Australian residents in New York City grew from just over 5,000 in 2005 to 20,000 in 2011. We spoke to Nathan about what brought him across the globe. I went to the University of Sydney. I majored in mathematics and statistics. The kind of reason that I ended up here was because I had a family friend who found out about this J1 visa, which is the visa I'm currently on, and I just like the sound of it. And it's the only time you can actually get a working visa in the US without having a pre-placed job. Mm. It's your first year at university. That's pretty much the criteria of the visa. According to the US Department of State, the J-1 visa is a non-immigrant visa category for individuals approved to participate in work and study-based exchange visitor programs. 85% of the 30,000 participants that come to the United States on the J-1 visa each year are under the age of 30. So the Australian cafe boom isn't only a culture shift, it's helping to alter the country's demographic as well, right here in New York City. This is Malcolm Sills for WNSR.